Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. Welcome back, Living Hope family. This is the eighth episode of our podcast, Stepping Stones, Practical Conversations on Relationship Evangelism. In the opening series of Eight Stepping Stones, this is actually the last podcast. So, wow. So we are really praying and hoping that God would use this and it would be enjoyable for everyone, but mostly that it bears fruit in people's lives and is a blessing. Um, the person reading the scripture was Julie Coggins, and she's here with her son, Gavin. Julie and her husband, Gary, are personal friends of ours, and with their kids, Connor, Nathaniel, and Gavin, are another great homeschooling family, which we are as well. And I think that's how we got to know each other originally, isn't it? Yeah, probably yeah. years ago. Homeschool. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they serve the youth. Uh, Gary is the deacon of facilities. They're involved in a lot of ways at Living Hope. Gavin, you're going into what grade? Uh, 10th grade. 10th grade, okay. He runs track, and he is a great friendly face around Living Hope. If you're, if you're there and he sees you, he'll probably walk up to you, smile, and shake your hand at church, and uh, he's, he's great to have around. Uh, both Julie and Gavin have a heart for evangelism. Gavin has the distinction of being our youngest guest, and uh, hopefully by having a 10th grader on, we can prove that uh, you're never too young to care about your friends, classmates, and to have a passion that they would know Jesus. Um, as with most of my guests, it's because of regular chats about evangelism and swapping stories in the halls at church or at life group that I said to myself, I'd love to have either or both of these two on the podcast. As with all of our other guests, uh, we'll interact on the topic for the week, and then I'll have them share evangelism stories. So I am excited to have you guys. Uh, how are you? Good. Good? Good. Uh-huh. Excellent. Excellent. Um, having a good summer so far? Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. got back from a family trip, so that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, that That is uh, always wonderful. Um I podcasting you guys listen to podcasts have you ever been on a you have a secret podcasting uh, side job or anything like that I think I've listened to maybe three podcasts in my life well okay. not really yeah you're jumping in the deep <laughs> yeah. end here you got being on one no that's great Gavin I I helped um make one a little bit really? like I at like a summer camp like I helped film one but. oh cool Okay, very good. Well, you guys are a part of a podcast, and that's really uh, exciting. We've had seven other sets of guests now, and everybody, I think, by the end has had a good time and um, been excited to be a part of, of sharing 
how we grow in sharing our faith. So um, even if it's it's a little nerve wracking, it's a it's a really important subject, and I'm really glad you guys have agreed to uh, to jump on here. Um, before we start, because this is the last in the initial series of eight, um, I just wanted to mention some thanks. You know, it's it's been. Uh, really cool doing all these eight podcasts. And there's been so many people that have gone into making it all work. Um, Tim, uh, Pastor Tim has just sort of uh, supported me all the way and given me kind of this uh, confidence to do something crazy like this for our church. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, Matt Cosma is writing out all the uh, notes for every podcast and he makes it sound, uh, you know, the way he writes it out. I'm like, wow, Matt, I wish I had the words that you were able to write out because he, he just communicates it really well. Um, and I'm so thankful for that. Lachelle did the artwork. Have you guys seen the artwork for the podcast? Yeah. It's Um, wonderful. Yeah. It's beautiful. And, um, Brian over there is uh, putting everything together and uh, making it all work. It's so it's so cool, um, and and there's been so many guests and people praying for us and listening. And you know, ultimately, the hope is not that this is just an entertaining thing, but that it's bearing fruit. You know, and building people's faith to share their faith. So yeah, I just wanted to make sure as we end this series of eight that I thank those people and acknowledge that it's a really cool team that that makes this happen. And so, um, yeah, before, as usual, I want to just give that quick vision of how this Stepping Stones uh, process works. Um, it sort of came out of a sermon I preached a couple of years ago where I had this analogy of sharing your faith can feel overwhelming. You know, it can be like looking across a big river and walking up to it and being like, there's just no way I can I can make it across there. And so we step back or we get fearful and we don't try anything. Um, but this stepping stones approach says, I can do small steps that lead towards sharing my faith and have the boldness to go one step at a time. And and that's really what we've tried to lay out in these eight uh, eight initial sessions. Um, there have been the first two foundational steps of having joy in God, you know, personally knowing what he's done for me and having a humility that says, this has affected my life, so I want to share it with you. You know, that's got to be the foundation or else we're going to just look like we're trying to sell people on something, but we're not. We're trying to share with them what we've experienced. Um, and then the the second step was um, community. You know, Jesus gives this great commission to the church that we're to go into the world, and we don't have to do it on our own. We can have these kind of interactions, and we can pray together, and we can share stories with each other and grow as a community. Um, the third and fourth steps were about awareness of the gospel and how deep and powerful it is and just awareness of people around us. You know, I can get blinders on. I can get kind of into my own thing in life and not uh, recognize that God has put people into my life for a purpose. And I'm supposed to um, share with them because they're, they're on purpose. And that's what being aware is. So those were the third and fourth steps. And then the fifth and sixth was sort of like the confidence to go deeper with people beyond just the surface or even nice friendships to spiritual connection and asking them about their church history or do they believe in God or what is 
meaningful to them, you know, getting to those deeper questions. And then the sixth step was, uh, how do we really share the whole gospel with someone? Once we've gotten that relationship and we know more about them, where do we get the opportunity to share who Jesus is and what he's done for us? And then the last two, seven and eight, are acknowledging they're persevering. It's acknowledging the fact that uh, in the world we live in today, it's often going to take some time. We may be rejected. It may be hard. It may take years of praying and believing and um, trusting that God's with us in the process. So that's really the eight steps of uh, this uh, This system, I guess, but we hope it's more than a system. It's just looking at scripture and seeing how it all kind of falls together and how uh, God has worked um, to help us grow in evangelism. So yeah, that's that's the system. And uh, I'm curious at first if, if you've thought about any of these steps or if this makes sense to you or if you have any questions, any, any thoughts you have on the whole stepping stones approach to, buy, to doing evangelism. I, I definitely remember the first time I heard you speak on it mm. at, at a, a workshop, and it was I thought it was very impactful and relatable mm. and organized. Um, so I appreciated that for sure. Good. I think two of the things that um, I have found personally over the last couple of years have been the sharing your faith increases your joy of the gospel. Mm. So just Excellent. the exercise of doing that help it's like a a wonderful sort of cycle you know what i mean and then um the fact that evangelism or sharing christ is hard work like you can't be lazy and what Mm. i mean by that is you have to go back and you have to do the work and sometimes there might be questions you might not know and you have to go back to the scripture ask someone who knows Mm. and um it's a very active process yeah so those are two things uh, you know of the stones that really yeah one sort of in the foundational step of increasing the joy and one in the awareness step Mm. awesome thank you i'm glad those specifics have hit you that way gavin anything that uh hits you when i talk about this whole stepping stones approach yeah i think um just being alert is very important like Mm. yeah just like not being lazy and not like just getting so busy with your life and forgetting everyone around you, like yeah. make, making sure to take the time and realize that like, well, you know, like what are we really here for in life? And yeah. that's God. And it's like evangelism is like one of the most important parts of that. And like, mm. yeah, it's really important to share your faith and to have the confidence to do that and mm. to be thinking about others. Yeah, that's excellent. Thank you. Yeah, I th- I think whatever stage you're in life, whether it's high school or working family, you know, we can always have reasons to have excuses. Like I'm too busy. Mm-hmm. I have too much going on, and um, to look up from my stuff and just have those initial steps of awareness of people around us. Um, it, it, it I it this makes me think of something specific. With I know you do, and I I've noticed your brother. So my son Josh played. Um, was in track at the same time Nathaniel was. And I could just tell when I, when I saw Nathaniel, like how he encouraged his teammates and how he related to people. I haven't been able to see you as much because I don't have a kid that it's in the same track time period. But I think you have the same kind of heart for it, right? Like that you're in track to run track, but you're also in track as 
because God put you there. I mean, am I right that you feel that way about it? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, that's come through, and I, again, have seen that with Nathaniel. Um, and, and it's really cool to see kids that are of high school age and um, when you can really kind of be wrapped up in just, you know, what does everyone think of me, to kind of turn that and say, how can I love people and show them, show them God's love? Um, that's, that's wonderful. I've, I'm, I'm very encouraged by your family in general and seeing, I know all your kids have that heart. Julie. I'll give a plug for our youth. I've yeah. <laughs> observed man, many of our youth are actually really good about inviting their friends to youth group. Mm. We've had lots of visitors, especially this year. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Who were invited by their their friends who go to right. our church. So what a great Yay, way. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's going to love that <laughs> one. <Yeah>. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> so that's the, the process and, and some feedback from you guys. And now we're on kind of that eighth step. Um, the, the last one was about persevering when it's tough and trusting God's sovereignty in, um, in his timing, even if it takes years to reach people that we're, we're caring about. Um, and this last step of perseverance is still perseverance, but it's persevering with kind of the end in mind. Um, and one thing I think of is like being in a baptism service. I like jump to a picture of when this has all come to fruition, you know, and for us, it's like a swimming pool at the YMCA and the stands are just packed full of a lot of our church, like comes to these baptisms and someone is, shares their testimony and they, they're, they're put under the water and they come up and everybody's just breaking out in joy and you know you can picture that this is happening in heaven and because the bible says that there's just joy in heaven when someone comes to meet him and thinking ahead that the efforts that we're taking even if it currently they're not bearing a whole lot of fruit could and and god if god is willing will lead to that person you know um being baptized and being a new believer, knowing Jesus, their eternity being changed, I think is a way that we can persevere in in doing evangelism. Um, I also think of the scriptures and how, you know, how much Jesus was joyful. I, I think of a woman at the well, like he shares with the woman at the well, and then the woman leaves, goes tell the Samaritan uh, town about him, and he's talking to his disciples, and he's like, I have food that you don't even know about. So Jesus is just like fed by this fact that he got to share himself with this Samaritan woman, and then that the townspeople responded, and it, it was food for him. It was, it was wonderful for Jesus to share his faith. And it, um, to me, that's the kind of inspiration that inspires me to keep doing it, even if I'm not, you know, maybe getting the results. I'm persevering in it in the hopes that, you know, they would respond like the Samaritan woman and the family, and they, and they could. Um, I think uh, one more way I think of continuing to persevere to see people receive the gospel is that it's as we care and God gives us a heart for people, um, it's, it's the best way we can love someone, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's all kinds of ways we can um, serve people and befriend people and um, care about them, but there's really no greater way to care about people than to tell them um, that they need God, you know, that their eternal destiny and their purpose for living depends upon how they respond to Jesus. So that really is the form of love that is um, 
the biggest, the highest one, you know, and, and sometimes the hardest to get to because it's, it's, it's hard to share people with people uh, about Jesus and about their sinfulness, but it is loving them the most, you know, to, to persevere in this. So I think of that as an aspect of this sort of, um, why do I stick through with it? Because I love them. I think the last episode we did with, uh, Joseph and Brittany, they brought that up about how they, they really realize that they're loving people well by not just befriending them or, you know, doing nice things for them, but by sharing Jesus. So that's another way of persevering. Um, and one other part of this final step of persevering until we see fruit is that um, I think there's opportunities at times to really sh- share that heart of love in a, in a, uh, personal and uh, emotional way. I mean, I don't think every time you're talking to somebody about Jesus, you're going to necessarily need to, you know, break down into tears or like, you know, plead with them or whatever. But there can be times when we can help them to recognize that we care enough about their eternal destiny and want to be with them in heaven. And that can come through in an emotional way. Um, there was a time when a buddy of mine who is still not a believer, but, but it was going through a really hard time and you, we didn't know, you know, it, it could have ended that he was in, um, in a troubled place that, that he could not have gotten out of. And I, I felt moved by the Lord to like tell him how much I wanted him to know Jesus's love and how much I knew it would change him. And it, I believe there are those times as part of this persevering with people that we're going to just openly and emotionally share that we want to see them respond to the love of Jesus and we desire for them to uh, to come. And I, we think with God's help and the leading of the Holy Spirit, um, as we persevere with people, we should take those opportunities and really tell them how we feel. And um, I think the Holy Spirit will be with us in that, you know, and it'll come, it'll come across as something that they, they know they're loved. Um, and uh, yeah, that's just to me part of that persevering this final step of of believing God's going to do something and sharing how much we love a person until until God chooses to bring results in that um, and that's that that's the final step of of the sort of stepping stones process um, I guess to to get you guys involved in the in the conversation here I, I think back of the the sort of the baptism thing have you guys had that experience at baptisms um, where it's sort of like you can tell there's just something really exciting happening there Gavin have you been to baptisms at the church and stuff what do you think of them uh yeah it's really cool when you um when you think about what's actually happening mm. like yeah like if you if you take time to think about you know, like the angels in heaven celebrating and god celebrating and how like this is someone you know rejecting the world and putting on life it's really cool when you think about it oh it sure is absolutely julie how about you oh yeah i, I love them yeah um, i tend to cry yeah <laughs> so, oh absolutely um, it's thrilling i I, I just this minute remembered our, our own baptism. Mm. I've been a Christian for many, many, many years and um, had never been baptized as an, as an adult, you know, believer baptism. Right. And as a family, eventually, we just sort of waited to see maybe where some of our kids might go. And, hmm. um, you know, we weren't going to hang our hat on it completely if they, um, depending on what they decided. But in the sure. end, praise God, all three 
um, decided to put their faith in Christ, and so we did it as a family. Oh, wow. Um, several years ago, and it was really interesting hmm. just being baptized hmm. as a believer for many years. There was yeah. definitely something extra special. Yeah. You know, we all know it's not a requirement right. for salvation, but um, yeah, yeah, it was just getting up and declaring it yeah. publicly was right. really the thing that moved me personally yeah Yeah. oh that's awesome yeah i mean i i bring that up because i do think um it can it can be such a slow process like kathy in the last episode shared you know she shared decades with family and Mm -hmm. friends so Mm -hmm. so to sort of still believe you know to to maybe dream daydream a little you know of that day when that person puts their faith in jesus and then is in that community situation where they're being baptized um you know we can't make it to happen but yeah i think it's part of persevering is to believe that 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 as god wills it could be down the road so and keep it in mind you know yeah if if you might be frustrated or right sad that it's not happened yet you know you might go you could just imagine, right. you know, that's so. celebration mm-hmm. time. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think that's an important step. Um, and that kind of leads me into the story that I, I really would like to hear from you guys. And I, it, through this eight episode process, it's been such a joy to just hear people who, you know, imperfectly in a human way, maybe not necessarily <laughs> with, with ultimate results, but out of faithfulness to God and, and love for others are sharing their faith. So I just would love to hear a story from you guys on, on how that's gone. You want to go first? You want to go? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go. Okay. All right. Julie's going to go first. Um, well, my, my story um, is a story of God bringing someone to me. I didn't mm. really go anywhere. It was someone who came to my door, mm-hmm. um, a woman who is a, is a Jehovah's Witness. Got it. And... Um, this is the story I think of when I was sharing earlier about um, connecting with your, st- you know, the stepping stones and then sharing the gospel increases your own joy in the gospel. Yeah. And then also needing to be diligent about being yes. in the word and understanding the gospel further and mm-hmm. deeper um, as you're going to be sharing it with someone. Right. And kind of doing the work. And so, um, this story is a story where, you know, Jehovah's Witness knocked on the door. <laughs> and, um, you know, I kind of remember this would happen when I was young and my mom would actually talk to them and it was mortifying. <laughs> and, right, right. Um, and then it happened yeah. in, uh, at our house. And wow. the short story really is it went on for two years. Oh, my goodness. So almost every Saturday for about two years, she came. And it was a real process and it was a process really of the Holy Spirit giving grace and favor to me in my growth of sharing the gospel, of being excited to really know that I, I really do believe this. Of course I believe it, but you know what I mean? Just sort of repeatedly coming to it again and again. Like I, I really do believe, Mm. you know? And, um, that whole process helped me with that. So it was a, it was a blessing. Um, it started out very, you know, messy and awkward (laughs) and, you know, uh, people scrambling and and running the the way our house is, is that when you come to our front door, you can see in all pretty much all the way. So if anyone's on the first floor, you're, you're caught. (laughs) So, um, 
you know, if if she came, sometimes there'd be some scrambling, you know, mm. to our shame, we, we didn't mm. always answer the door. But eventually we, we started answering the door. And um, I just began a conversation. Yeah. And very nice woman. I love to see her in town. Occasionally I do <laughs> these days. And um, we just talked. Yeah. And um, in the beginning, I sort of had to relearn. I had known kind of what Jehovah's Witnesses believed before, but that's Good. part of doing the work. I yeah. really dove deep and learned it, relearned it, and um, tried to like look for information. Um, John Piper and yeah. Desiring God, you know that that's website great. was pretty pretty helpful. And I actually did a couple of things that he said he did, and when he did those things. Um, the Jehovah's Witnesses had no more interest and left. That did not happen in my case. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I kind she of did around. one of those things and was expecting a, right. a big run off my porch like he had experienced. And, and she stayed and she said, yeah, I'll do that. I'll pray. I'm like, oh, wow. you will? Okay. <laughs> so wow. that was a real process for me. And so um, she came with her Bible. And when she, you know, wanted to share something or ask a question, then I said, let me get mine. You know, and I got mine mm-hmm. because they do have a, a different Bible. Yeah. They've have their own notes in, in the in the sidelines and such. And so, we just talked mm. over different points. Um, the biggest thing I can remember was um, the divinity of Christ was right. is a big difference. Um, they believe that Jesus was God's son, but he was a created being, and he is not actually equal with God. And they believe sort of the same thing about the Holy Spirit. Hmm. So there's no triune God at all for them. Hmm. And so, um, you know, I would learn something new every week and then yeah. I'd go back and study and come back. And, and it wow. eventually got where I looked forward to it, which was a huge change in my heart, you know? And um, it didn't matter if I was in my pajamas still you know, Saturday <laughs> morning or whatever. It was just like, hey, how you doing? Right. You know? And um, so we talked for... For a long time. Um, and then eventually it sort of came to a place where yeah. we were kind of at a, a, you know, kind of a stopping point really. Yeah. And I, and I asked her to come in. I said, Hey, how about, do you want to next week? Most of this was just done on the porch. Huh. Um, next week, why don't you come in side mm. and we'll really talk, you know, wow. I mean, and sort of finish this thing up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so sure. I didn't say it exactly like that, I'm sure. But so she and her husband did come back the following week and Gary and I sat down with them mm. for a little while and we heard some of her story. Um, I'd always been uh, really appreciative of hearing wiser people who've gone before me about learning how to ask questions. And so I did some of that and heard some of her story and it's great growing up, et cetera. And um, we just got to a place where we just kind of said, Hey, you know what? We're, we're never gonna, be Jehovah's Witnesses, mm. and we would really hope that maybe you'd be a Christian. You know? Right, right. Um, I don't. We don't. I just asked Gary before we came. We we literally have no recollection of what we actually said. Right. But we did say, you know, that we're really never gonna um, convert to your way of thinking. Right. And and we did say we'd be. You may keep coming. Please keep coming. It's totally fine. But you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're kind of sure. a, a bit of an impasse. So yeah. they they did stop coming. Mm. Um, sometimes we get letters. Um, huh. so that was, that was literally right before COVID. So now it's been, been a while. Right. Right. But, um, they do sometimes write letters because 
they have a mandate to go. It's right. it's pretty inspiring, actually. Yeah, you know, yeah they're pretty yeah. faithful about it. Right. Um, but since COVID, they write letters instead. Mm. So um, the persevering part is I I pray for her regularly. Mm. Um, if I see her around town, I love to see her now. And um, yeah, I I imagine one day that it would be really great. Yeah. To see her be baptized right put her faith in jesus wow it actually hasn't come into the stepping stones process that much but a big motivating factor for me over the last three or four years is this experience i've had of growing in my faith as a result of doing evangelism you know of course it's to win the person to jesus but a side benefit or I think a very scriptural reality mm-hmm. is that we grow closer to the Lord and learn more about what we believe and are even affirmed in our belief by sharing our faith and loving somebody enough to answer their questions thoughtfully. And so it sounds like that's something that definitely was a big part of it for you. Absolutely. I mean, if you're going to hmm. call it a takeaway, that's, that's a huge takeaway really is my, like you've said, use the word affirming. Like yeah. I feel... I definitely was more and more affirmed as the process went along. My heart was changed. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, my yeah. heart was just changed to, to really want to engage a lot right. more in <laughs> that in that way. Yeah, so. almost to this like mm-hmm. sort of sad in the world sense point mm-hmm. where you're like, sorry, I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. not going to change but that mm-hmm. but that is the process of God affirming in our hearts that mm-hmm. he is a triune god and Jesus is the the son of god so we know what we believe and if that leads to an end point in a evangelistic relationship then you know we don't know where God might take it 5 10 years down the road based on her you know remembering something you guys talked about or whatever so yeah. uh you did you did what God asked you to do and and he he blessed you, you know, in in a tangible ways that maybe weren't like a, a salvation for the other person, but but mm-hmm. still were real. It sounds like to me. Yeah, so. and you know there was, and he was so gracious and merciful mm-hmm. because I was uh, yeah. reluctant <laughs> so in the beginning. So yes. gotcha, mm-hmm. excellent. Okay, Gavin, you've been quiet for a little while, so I would love to hear uh, something from you. Uh, yeah, so I was at um, track. Yeah, track practice one day, and um, I forget how we got on the topic, but yeah, the first thing I remember is my teammate saying, like, salvation is complicated to me. <laughs> so then I, I just kind of said, well, I mean, it is, I understand why it can be complicated, but when you get down to it, it's kind of simple. And so, like, you know, I explained to him, um, you know, the gospel and salvation, and, um, yeah, and just, like, he, he was talking to me about it, and, like, he went through me with, um, like, questions he had, like, good questions that That's I, great. too, sometimes have. Like, yeah. Like, how do you know that you have the right religion when there's so many out there? Mm. And, like, how, how do you know God is real? Like, how, mm-hmm. and how do you know it's not just, like, whatever you're thinking or feeling or something else? And right. I tried to work through it as best I could with him. Yeah. Like, Oh, that's awesome. So he said salvation is complicated. I'm curious, like, how it even came to that. Like, how did he know that a spiritual conversation or that you were a Christian, that that was something you guys could talk about? Um, yeah, as I said, I can't remember that part. I can't okay, remember okay. how we got to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, but, it, but it's known to your trackmates that you're a Christian, would you say? I hope so. 
at least some of them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think you live in a way that's unique enough that your life stands out to people. Um, and I've seen that in you. That's wonderful. Um, so getting hard questions, having like a conversation like this could kind of make you nervous about doing it more i mean has that has that caused you to shy away or has that caused you to say i want to get better at this and grow in in my ability to have these kind of spiritual conversations with people oh yeah i definitely think like um it was a great experience and yeah Hmm. it makes me yeah it can make me a little nervous to do it again in some ways but also like a little excited knowing that like I was able to like stand up for what I believe. And, yeah. 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 Well, and it's always nice when you're evangelizing to someone like you had to be firm in your faith. Cause like sometimes yeah. like you can get so much in your head about it and be like, do I really believe any of this? Mm. And then when you have to actually defend for it, you're like, I really do. And yeah. then it's comforting. Yeah. That's cool. So it seems like a theme for both of you guys that it's it's inspired you to grow and seek out growth in your faith by sharing your faith. Mm-hmm. That's great so. to hear. He, he refused to tell me what his story was before yeah. we came. So it's fun. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, well, that's wonderful. And and knowing just that, in, you know, you, you play a sport, it's a, normal, it's a part of your life, you could kind of be like all about the track or all about your social thing and to know that there's more to you than that, that you care about talking to people about the Lord and your faith and, you know, having relationships with them. It's like another layer of your life. I think that, um, even if you don't have win state championships in track or whatever, being there and being a person that can talk about Jesus gives you a a purpose and a meaning that's even deeper than, winning a lot of state track medals, which I hope you do too. But, you know, it's, it's, do you feel it that way? Like that there's more, you know, it's being a teenager can be hard enough, but you have uh, Jesus to share with people and give you meaning when like maybe other parts of life are tough. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. God is, you know, God is the only way and like the only place where you can find your life. So like, it's really important to, like make him your everything and let that show to others. Yeah. Well, you certainly do. And I've experienced that with you a lot. And I uh, keep praying that that continues for you. That's awesome. Thank you, Gavin. I really appreciate you sharing your story. <laughs> Good job. Um, okay. So now we've heard some stories from them. And one more thing that we like to do each week is have sort of a practical step for the week some way. And we're pretty far along in the in the uh, stepping stones process here. So at this point, hopefully, if you're um, talking to somebody that you've gone deeper with and built a relationship with, um, maybe even told the gospel in a, a, a one-time sort of a way, you know, maybe a back and forth about what they believe and what you believe. Um, often, if people are still interested but not yet ready to, to be Christian, um, you can look at the Bible with them. I, I think sometimes people think you can't necessarily do this, um, and it's like too far into them, but um, an easy entrance point, if, if they don't have any knowledge of the Bible, is just to say, like, that there's a re- record of Jesus' life. Uh, would you like to look at it with me? You know, and I think if, if someone's interested enough to hear you out about Christianity, then they would they would be interested to hear that story. And even if people don't really know the Bible that well, which more and more people don't, 
they're willing to maybe take a look at one of the um, historical stories of Jesus, which Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are those stories. Um, and there's some um, Bible studies that have been written like that that we can use. Um, one is by uh, author Becky Pippert. Um, and it's discovering the real Jesus. It's actually seven uh, sessions of reading through the book of John with someone. I was able to do this with a friend once. And, um, you know, we, we read parts of the passages and whatever questions popped up. Um, and, and the thread of the gospels there, like, right, you're looking at Jesus and seeing him interact with the woman at the well or whatever. And just asking their thoughts on the story, and it's, it's an interesting story, but then also able to show them the deeper meaning there, because obviously all the Gospels have this crescendo of Jesus dying on the cross, and like, what's that all about? He's the founder of the religion, and he gets killed, and it really is can be a really cool way with the spirits leading to walk with someone through uh, Jesus's life, and... and um, have more questions answered and, you know, just continue to believe that the Holy Spirit is sowing into this relationship. Um, you know, it takes time. It can be at the house on a Saturday or a coffee shop or whatever. And, um, but it can be an opportunity to continue with someone who's showing interest. Um, and so I'd love that practical skill to be something in your arsenal. Uh, there's another one that I think we probably will even look, look, uh, at as a church going forward at some point. And it's sort of like a seeker group Bible study where you could do something like Christianity Explored or the Alpha Course. These are all ways that you can get people that are you're building relationship with and you're in and showing some interest in Christianity and get together with them in a group and week by week go through what the gospel is really about and what the Bible has to say. And um, that's, so that's another opportunity as a church we could do with a few people or, or in, in your high school, you know, with a few friends um, to just continue to put the gospel in front of people, um, believing that God is, is going to show them how good it is. Um, uh, yeah, so we're thinking about going this direction more as a church. Any thoughts on this, uh, Julie, about doing like actually a, going through the Bible with someone who isn't yet a Christian? Yeah, I, I really like the idea. It, um, mm. it takes the pressure off a little bit, right? Yeah. So, um, and help, helps you persevere. And That's great. I feel like sometimes you can get a little nervous, you know, if someone's asking a question like you, Gavin, you know, hey, I, I feel like mm. it might be more complicated or tell me about it. And your God is gracious. You'll you'll have an answer because you've been prepared, right? The Bible says be prepared to give, yeah. you know, for, um, to give a reason for the hope and we're, we'll try to do that. But That's if you great. can invite them and do this, then, you know, it's just more thorough. Yeah. It's a more thorough way to feel like I, I feel like we've covered all the bases. Right. So I do like that part of it for sure. Good, yeah. good, yeah, and it can be mm -hmm. a back and forth, right? It doesn't yeah. have to be like just hitting them with a scripture or using the Bible to win an argument or whatever. It can be reading it as a story and dialoguing about it and letting the Bible do the work, kind of it sounds right. like. Right, like you said, we're, we're at a point in our culture where Bible reading is not regular yeah, at all right. and even some of the i've experienced um some of the bible stories that that we might think are very well known i've run into a couple of people who who didn't know the story of moses mm, who didn't right and, you know in in our current culture and like wow wow you know yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um 
Yeah. Yeah. So introducing them just to, to the Bible at all. Right. Maybe isn't so awkward anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. yeah. I think out of relationship and friendship, mm-hmm. they can, you know, if they know it's something we care about and um, they'll be more willing to, to look at it that way than if somebody were just like trying to, you know, hand them a Bible and walk mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. It's, it's relationship makes it different. Um, Gavin, any thoughts on, on uh, using the Bible as a way to kind of keep going in deeper relationship with someone who's not a Christian yet? Oh, I think it sounds scary, but definitely helpful. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. That, yeah. Yeah, it sounds um, very good. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, I have... Appreciate that. Like, like during evangelism before, I have like recommended certain specific like gospel parts for them to read on their own. Great. Which, yeah. Good idea. Yeah, well, I don't know if you ever... There's other resources we've even talked about mm-hmm. bef- in the past, like videos, like the Bible Project has like videos yeah, on each so book good. of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And maybe younger people, you might be have a better chance of connecting with them if you point them to like a YouTube clip or something like that. Um, so that could be that could be an option too. Yeah. Um, I like the I like the the part where you might be going doing it with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's Mm-hmm. And where you can, like you said, out of relationship and just, hey, why don't we just take a look at it together for a couple of weeks? Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes, I think that can happen. Well, it it reminds me, doing this with you uh, guys, especially you, Gavin, it reminds me that Kathy uh, was my last episode, and she's been a Christian for 50 years or something and and she's grown in her sharing her faith and she says like it's been so rewarding so some of this mm-hmm. what we've talked about how rewarding it can be um she's like seen a lifetime of it and we mentioned at one point that like when you're in more in the beginning of the journey of your faith it can feel uh overwhelming it cannot have had that experience yet um but god's faithful you know and i i can see your heart for sh- loving people and sharing your faith. And I know God's going to be faithful to you in, in getting better at this and growing and becoming more uh, more evangelistic, even though I totally appreciate you saying it's like scary to think of doing something like a, a Bible study with someone. I think God will give you opportunity and walk you with, walk with you as you, uh, as you continue to follow him. So that's cool. Um, all right. Well, that's it. Jeez. Uh, we are finishing up this whole series of eight Stepping Stones podcasts. Um, and the, the the final two, again, is just sort of persevering um, to keep that end in mind that God can save people and uh, use us to be a part of the process. And we might have a day where someone's being baptized and we had a small part to play in the work that God did. So I think that that's what this final stepping stone is about is just trusting that, that he'll, he'll use us and, and we can, uh, we can trust him for, for that day of celebrating the, the work that he's done. Um, as I finish up now, I'd love to hear from uh, you, Living Hope, that uh, your thoughts on the series, on the different steps, questions you might have, um, stories you have to share yourself of, of how Jesus has uh, used you to reach out to your friends and family, neighbors, coworkers, classmates, and um, keep this conversation going. Um, we have even maybe thought about using this in the future, whether it's life groups or uh, small groups or, you know, just continue 
continuing this conversation so that these are things not just that not just head knowledge but stuff that we actually walk out as a church and um do that great commission that that god's given us as living hope church um and uh as we close as i've said every podcast you know this is for this to be more than just information, but transformation, something God really does, uh, we want to be in prayer, and we want to pray through it. So that's why I love to close each podcast with with prayer about um, God using this to touch people's hearts and to inspire us to do evangelism and for God to change people through it. So, Gavin, I would love it if you would close us in prayer. Uh, dear Lord, just thank you so much for this day. Um, thank you for how much this podcast has meant to us and to the whole church. Mm. Just please let it um, bless our way as we go and share the Great Commission. Mm. Just please help us to gain a personal faith and just love and joy for you and let that increase. And just give us the strength by your Holy Spirit to just not be lazy and realize at the end of the day that you are the point of life and nothing else is. Mm. Uh, give us the strength to just evangelize and to see like when whenever you give us whenever you give us an opportunity to share your word just let us be attentive to it mm. and just give us the strength to share as you would have us share um to say what you would have us say and to be gentle mm. and not to just seem like we're above them or trying to throw something at them but to just genuinely care about them and their eternity being on the line um, just help us all as a church to walk this out in you. Uh, just give us your Holy Spirit and guide our way. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Coggins, for wrapping up the series. Thanks for having me.